Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning from Sonoma. From the temple itself, there are people in front of me and you are in front of me. So before we take, go somewhere else, let's just come back to ourselves. So wherever you are, just pull back, settle down, close your eyes and lighten your mind. Relax your facial muscles, neck, shoulders, spine. Soften the belly and get grounded, grounded. Enjoy this stillness. Mind will come with a suggestion. Oh, maybe some other position will feel better. Stop. Enjoy the stillness. Bring your attention to the breath. Effortlessly. The breath is flowing in and flowing out. Nothing to improve, nothing to adjust, just enjoying what is happening. Pause the breath for a moment. As you pause the breath, there may be a little tension inside, a little anxiousness. Don't have to do anything about it, just being with the pause. And release the breath before your body begins to stress out. Whenever you are ready, we pause the breath again. And please remember, you are practicing right now. And in this practice, the stillness is the most important thing. Mind will come with suggestions, with an itch and a scratch and little stuck-up energy. 
ignoring it all is the practice right now. As you bring your mind to the breath, it will forget about the other problem. Just bring the mind to the breath. Breathing in, you are aware of the breath coming in. Breathing out, you are aware of the breath going out. Releasing the breath, and after taking a couple of breaths, pausing it again. Now we think about stillness of the eyes. Just thinking about the stillness of the eyes, mind acquires stillness. Holding the mind in the center of the forehead, breath is coming in and going out. Right now we are focused on the stillness of the mind in the center of the forehead. Soften the whole body, see if there is any tension anywhere. Relax it. You can almost feel an aura all around your body as if the outline of your body is sketched with a pen of light. The moment you become aware of your stillness, that light begins to shine. Thank you all. Come back, open your eyes. Thank you for taking this time. This is a very special month in India. It's called Shravan. Shravan. Shravan month is a month that's dedicated to Bhagwan Shiva, Lord Shiva. Looking at you, most of you have looked into these, who is Shiva, who is Shakti, and you may even have some seen some pictures. Bhagwan Shiva, Lord Shiva stands sitting in a meditation pose, smeared with ashes, snakes around his neck, 
sitting on the top of the Himalayas. So there are many images of Bhagwan Shiv. <clears throat> In our tradition, he is considered to be the Adi Guru, means the from where the lineage started. Today is Chaturthi and tomorrow is Panchami, the fifth day of the moon in ascendance. In certain part of India, many people take this whole month half really to visit various centers of Bhagavan Shiva, Lord Shiva. They carry water, cover it is called, and they go on offering to various places. How do we acknowledge that presence here? Lord Shiva is not only one smeared in ashes and wrapped with snakes. It's just an image that's given to us, to that presence. Shiv is the name of pure consciousness. If you forget about all the forms, just think about pure consciousness. Shiv is also the name of utmost simplicity in the heart who is easily pleased who sees good in everything she is the, also the name of that stillness that purity In the pictures, you'll see he's carrying snakes in his neck. What does that represent? Snakes usually bring about fear in everybody. Embracing the fear. Whatever you are afraid of, usually you run from it. Lord Shiva is making it his ornament. This is one thing that we could think about. Whatever I'm afraid of, how much energy I'm putting into it and how I push it away, how I run away from it. Can I embrace it and be okay with it? Think about that. Most of the time we spend all our time just protecting ourselves from that which we are afraid. Can you embrace your fear?
if you look at the fear, it's an imagination of the mind. Whatever it is, you look at it, some kind of thoughts come in your mind. Like a rope in the... Your mind will create a snake. And you jump. And before you jump, can you just be careful, but stop and look at it a little closer. Have a little closer look. Maybe it's a rope. So before we react to any fear that's created by the mind, and reacting, if we just take a little time and look at it at how real it is. If it is real, then I'm careful. Most of all fear, if you look at it, whatever you are afraid of, mind creates a story around it. And we begin to run with that. Reality is very different. Reality is very different. And in some cases, even most the most powerful that I think, if that the fear that I'm afraid of, if that happens, we go through it. Worst of our fears sometimes come, but we are also given the strength to go through it. Please remember, when you are given a challenge, you are also given the strength to deal with it. We are. One just doesn't come without the other. But our mind is so focused on just the problem. We never take a little time to just take a step back, take a deep breath, and try to look at the solution. our strength, our other resources. All those things are there, but we are so focused on the problem, on the fear, that we don't look at that. So I just wanted to touch very little on this auspicious day of Lord Shiva, this month actually, this month is to look at that. We say Shivoham. I am Shiva. Shiva is not somebody out there. It's just a representation of my own self. Can you meditate on your pure Shiva self? You are not separate. You are that pure consciousness. You are capable of embracing that fear. You are capable of being absolutely still and absorbed. Sometimes 
look at yourself, ask yourself, who am I? What is my identity? How do I look at myself? What is my identity? The day that becomes very clear to us, our journey becomes a lot easier. Shivoham, I am Shiva. I am pure consciousness. I'm not just this body. I'm not just this mind. Body is born, someday it will die. Mind is constantly changing. Creates one image, then another image, and it's constantly moving. Who is the one claiming my body? my mind. Your consciousness, that's who you are. So all the stories we create, all the fears and images that mind creates, not identifying with it. Yes, it's a situation that has risen and I will go through it. That's not me. If we don't have this idea, we get overwhelmed. Yes, we are in this human body and mind and our relations, our relatives and our story. That's a part of it. I'm not saying totally negate it, but that's not the whole thing. Even for a moment in 24 hours, if you are able to just Stop. Take a step back from all this that you have been identifying with throughout the day and just say to yourself, I am pure consciousness. And all this story that has been created of my life and my relatives and my children and my spouse and my parents and my friends and my job and is just not the whole thing. There is something more. The other half, which is ever pure, unblemished, untouched, eternal, absolutely still in its wholeness. Wherever our mind is, that becomes our reality. Whatever you think of yourself, that becomes your reality. Some people wake up in the morning and feeling bad about everything, feeling sorry about themselves. And if not sorry about themselves, they feel sorry about the world. They find a reason to be upset. They find a reason to complain. We have to look at this habit of our mind. By complaining about situations, you don't, you're not solving it. You're just getting agitated and you go and make somebody else agitated. What I'm proposing, as soon as you wake up in the morning, 
just say something. May it be a nice day. May I meet good people. May I do some good with my hands in the world. Thinking like that is much more helpful than being agitated and angry about the things are happening, yes. Big storm is going to hit Southern California. You read about it in the newspaper, you get all agitated. If you can do anything about it, make effort to reach out. But if you cannot, then keep your eyes open, be watchful. If you can do anything, do it. <clears throat> but don't make it an agenda to be unhappy all day long. There are other things to do. And it's a beautiful practice. No matter what is going on in your life, yes, you are afraid of something, you are upset about something. Can you take a step back? Just for a moment, not for too long. I'm not asking that you become a saint overnight. Practice. Practice. Make every situation in life an excuse for practice. Then you are not a victim. It's how you look at yourself. That is your, that's what you become. There are four ashrams of life, four stages of life. First is the student learning. In Second one is a householder. Third one is one little detached from that and more focused towards the journey of the soul, and the fourth ashram that's totally devoted, focused on union with the divine. Look at yourself, what ashram of life you are in. And in each ashram, our focus shifts a little bit. But as long as we know what the focus is, what the goal is, even that is very helpful. Knowing the goal and making little effort every day towards that also saves us from all kinds of entanglements and various hooks. If you are in the fourth ashram of life, last stage of last quarter of your journey of the body, the focus should be freedom, liberation, moksha. Freedom from what? Freedom from all the entanglements. Freedom from, from even expectation from others. That's the real freedom. Freedom from 
my own fears, grieving, sadness, loss, gain, even freedom from that. Sadness and happiness are just two sides of the same coin. They keep us from that. Freedom from the world. No expectations. I'm just grateful for whatever, wherever I am. That is the focus of the fourth ashram of life. Third one. Third one is detaching from whatever I have been engaged in my householder life. Just a little detaching. And looking at every action and every thought and every effort, is it nurturing my soul? If it's not, it's not worth it. Second ashram, householder. That's the time you are in the prime of your life. This is not the time to close your eyes and hide in a cave and say, I'm being spiritual. <laughs> if you are being a householder, then engage in the world with passion, with everything that you know. And this is the time to make your name, fame, fortune, make your mark in the world. Be available. Sometimes I see people in the second stage of life, they come, they say, Babaji, I'm good, everything is good, but I'm not spiritual enough. My job is not spiritual enough. No, there'll be time to be spiritual. Right now your time is to engage in the world with passion. And whatever you are blessed with, put it into action. And finally, time to meditate. Like Babaji says, even for a moment, if you can just detach and think about your pure consciousness, think about your pure. Right now, on this stage of life, you are you have played on put on this costume and you are playing the role. Just know that it's just a costume, but you are going to play your role well. You can play it very well if you maintain that little knowledge that this is not the whole thing. There is another part of your life that is also moving with it. In the first ashram of life, the young people, their focus should be learning, learning. May every situation, every event of life, there is something for me to learn. It's not the time to just party and look for fun and put something in your mouth and bliss out. This is time to learn. No matter where you are, you're looking for what is in here. What can I learn from it? Acquiring the knowledge of the world. That is the focus. So no matter what you engage in, no matter what you do, wherever you make your effort, 
The goal is, what am I learning from this? It's easy. I have gone through that too. You know, just want to party and have fun and friends and this and that. It's okay. But don't forget to learn from that. And a situation may happen that's very sad and very uh, unpleasant. Instead of being totally overwhelmed by it, take a step back. Say to yourself, this is the stage of my life. This is the first ashram of life. I'm. What can I learn from this? And move on. So depending on which ashram of life I am in, knowing what is my highest dharma and holding on to that principle and looking at it helps us to stay connected with Shivoham. I am Shiva. I am pure. I am whole. This month is a very beautiful and auspicious month to think about that. May Lord Shiva bless us all and thank you all for your presence. I had no idea what I'm going to talk about, but I looked at you and that's what came. There was something <coughs> used, please hold it, otherwise just let it go. Thank you all.